What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Show of the year. Show of the year, everybody. Show of the year. Wow, that was really fucking amazing. I'm so glad you could come. Me too. I really thought you were in Austin. That well, was we what thought, I gathered. Well, I thought we were too. And then it was like, no. And then there's been a whole thing of like where we're staying and like all of that got rearranged last week. Mm. So it all worked out. Uh. And um, it was truly, I mean, Jeremy and I were just... Uh, in awe. It was, I mean, really putting these solos together. It was amazing. It was like just putting all these bizarre solos together made a show that was really exceptional choreography. I'm so, well, Trish Lent is, Trish Lent and Jean Freeberry did it in New York and uh, they were incredible. They were incredible. What was the process like on Saturday? So you guys all had, for those of you who, who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Merce Cunningham Centennial Night of 100 Solos that happened at BAM and then also in LA and London. It was all, it's all been live streamed and is now on Vimeo. I actually watched all three live streams. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> um absurd. And uh, here we are. Here we are. Um... So how, so for those, for people who may not know, you all had these solos. Explain the process. Right. So they picked 25 dancers in each of the three cities with two understudies. So some were flown in, like Victor's not from LA, but Right. Like there was actually quite a few New York dancers who were taken over to Los Angeles. And we had, like in London, they had a group of French dancers. And in New York, we so had... So <laughs> went Oh, my God. Can you that would have been imagine? In New York, we had a couple of imports as well. There was people from Seattle. You know, was, mm-hmm. people, people were chosen based on kind of like... Um, I think some people were sort of close to the the Cunningham Trust through having been involved in workshops and classes over the years. And other people um, were representing certain company backgrounds around the world. And uh, so it was like a broad variety of people. Very the, the dance community was sort of very represented. I mean, not completely, but. There was, you know, people with some kind of technical background were represented. I really wish that I would have been flown to LA to do the forearm sweater solo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That'd have been good. That'd be good for me. Anyhow. Well, we didn't have it in New York. You could have done it in New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, okay. So the dancers were all chosen. And then um, we started rehearsals around the world in January. And... They they brought in many many stagers to teach teach the solos because each of us had between three and five solos because each city needed to add up to a hundred solos. So my experience was that Gene Freeberry taught me scenario and Trish Lent taught me exchange and uh, Andrea Weber taught me um, travelogue. And but you know people were coming back like Derry Swan and. Banu and Michael Cole and everybody, Dennis O'Connor, they were all coming back from to teach 
their original materials. So that was really exciting to be in the studios while that was happening. But you would just see it in passing because you would just come for your time slots and leave. So really, Did you have to leave? No. Oh, you could sit around. But, you know, busy. Yeah, we yeah. all, you yeah. know, have yeah. lives. And, well, and also you were on double duty. Right. I was also doing fittings and trying to change the whole concept of the costumes while starting rehearsals and... But at, anyway, at any rate, so then there was this long period of time after all the solos were taught in January when you were like, what now? <laughs> like, and how many rehearsals did each person have for their solo? One. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that is just... Film it, work on it in your living room. Exactly. <laughs> so they would film you after each rehearsal when you were taught. Uh-huh. Some, depending on the length of your solo, your rehearsal could be anywhere from like an hour to three hours. Mm-hmm. And then you would just live with that video until... Watch every night before you go to sleep. Oh my God, watch it on the train. Uh So then uh, sometimes there'd be like brush up group rehearsals. So they'd be like, sign up if you want to come in and get coached or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I did that a couple times because they offered that maybe three times. And uh, then Saturday. Saturday is when it... And then... Spin forward to just this well, past Saturday. Yeah, you spin forward, but during that, all that, the costume side of me was every day this. And let's talk about that. So it was was Harriet flying to London to fit the London cast, me flying to L.A. to fit the L.A. cast, and then guessing on a lot of people who we couldn't fit who were in France and Germany and uh, Germaine who was on tour with Crystal Pite, and then just being like, Good luck. Uh-huh. <laughs> or like Rena Butler, who was dancing in L.A., came to the city with Hubbard Street. So fitting her in her Hubbard Street dressing room, fitting David Norsworthy, who came in from Canada in my apartment, fitting uh, Sarah Mearns in her dressing room at New York City Ballet. It was just insane. Oh, this girl, Jessica Liu, came to my aunt's house in L.A. to be fit. It was crazy. Like any time you could figure out a time to fit someone. It's really because all of the did the understudies have their own costumes too. Mm-hmm. So then you made how many? Eighty one. You and Harriet made eighty one costumes. Well, a lot. Well, we made a, lot. a lot more than that there because there were a lot of samples and and also you, you made costumes of your some of your earlier drafts too, correct? Oh yeah, we had a bunch of early drafts, and then I wow. yeah. Anyways, I mean. Uh, uh, so costume award of the year all the costumes had to go to so okay so when i went to la i had to bring all the london and la costumes to leave in los angeles to then come back to new york and finish up new york because those costumes had to then be shipped over with the producer to london and then stay in la and then they all had to get final fittings with wardrobe staff at those theaters which is really like i don't know right right so, you know, things changed in various cities, in London mostly, and that's okay. What does that mean? Like the the purple color that mm-hmm. many of us wore here in New York and mm-hmm. a couple people wore in L.A., which represented the Pam Tanowitz dancers. In London, it was for these French dancers from Ballet de Lorraine or something, and it they asked if they could shift it darker because of lighting or something, and... It turned almost black. Oh, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Did they dye that? Mm-hmm. So they took they took the costumes and they just stuck in a dye vat and then they dyed them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But they dyed. I mean, <laughs> fine. It was really like two days before the show, and I said sure, thinking they would get a little darker. Uh-huh. And then I saw on Instagram or whatever, I was like, 
but they're black. Right. <laughs> I was like, and you know what? It's fine. Right, right. And, you know, you see little things like, oh, the lining of that person's shirt is gone. Oh, like that little stuff. That someone in the city made, like, the... Mm-hmm. Like, choices were made, and right. depending on the dancer, and right. that's fine. Because right. it had to have a life in that way. Because yeah. there were so many dancers. Yeah. So Engineer, it couldn't be in all three cities. To make decisions. Uh-uh. No. In, in New York, also, they were struggling with that purple color. And we were like, okay, well, we'll try to shift it. And we did shift it yesterday, just slightly. You guys dyed it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was wondering because I, you know, I saw the dress, I, the costumes, when everyone came out for just the first tableau, I mean, Jeremy out loud said work. <laughs> it was, the, they were so incredible. They, I mean, the, like what it carried forward in terms of what we've, the images I feel we've already lived with from Cunningham in terms of unitard and this, but how it also had these, uh, Divergences like the sheer top with on Vicky Schick, incredible, gorgeous. Oh, but it was it was those choices inside of it. These also these nuances to the uh, language, and um, it was so amazing. And then I Jeremy had said that they were gonna the purple ones were gonna get toned a little bit, which mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's, that's how that's crazy. You know, they should leave it like that. And then when I watched the live stream, I was like, oh wow, they yeah, are. We did it. I mean, we did it in a very specific way to right. like not, we didn't want to disrupt the palette that we'd right. been living with for, you know, four months. Right. So, um, yeah. And when a note like that comes in last minute, how do you organize your mind around that? You just are like, well, okay. initially I think like, is this something that's worth fighting about? Mm-hmm. Is this something worth like negotiating or like do we just want to like make the people happy who are upset because like they're making the show and Mm -hmm. oftentimes that's what happens because like Trish who put her whole like heart and soul and mind into this thing for a year Mm -hmm. was like and you know she was just sad that the purple people looked washed out and we were like okay well we don't feel that it's weird like we like that but we'll shift it right and I'm happy with the results, so it's fine. But anyways, okay, now I'm going to skip away from costumes and go back to... Saturday, just this Saturday. Past Saturday. So this past Saturday is when everybody came together for the first time at BAM, and we had class, and then we slowly started to... Trish started to put the piece together, which meant that she knew every single cue and timing before we even got there. So she was like, so... Keith and Peju will begin. When Peju does this move, Anson will come in. When Anson does this move, Lindsay will come in. Did she have this all written down? Or oh, was yeah. She, okay. I did love picturing her doing it just without, well, what, without an iPad, without a notepad. What's just, incredible is that they have an understanding of all of the solos. Right, right. So, like, it, with, that was incredible to me. I was like, wow, you've kept all those all this material in your head that you've had to learn and Did teach. she not have the video documentation of all of you as well? She's had that, uh-huh. but also, yeah, I don't know. It'd it's be great like, to talk with her and ask if, like, she actually was putting the video material together to sort of get a sense of it. Well, it's an incredible puzzle, and I think she was looking at certain 
parts of certain dances and she would think like, oh, pacing wise, it'd be mm-hmm. nice if someone came in doing something fast while there's that stillness over mm-hmm. there. And like also spatially, they had to make things interesting. Um, it is such a, I mean, these stagers, it's such a choreographic feat yeah. for them. And they, um, I mean, I really hope they're celebrated. They're lucky this. they get to work with such incredible, like raw materials. Right. But then they have to like turn it into something you know, that's interesting to look at because it can get really joyless Mm -hmm. just watching people execute moves. Mm. So Saturday we worked through most of the piece in terms of just like we would put together like 15 minutes of it and then we would run it Mm -hmm. and then we would move on and da 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 da. The next day we organized all of the like group kind of stuff. Like, Did everyone sit in the, did all the dancers sit in the house during it? We were in the studio, the attic studio. We weren't allowed on stage until the day before, on Monday. Um, because there was something in there? Or? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, Wild. Okay. It was much more nicer to be in the studio, I uh-huh. have to say, because there's no wings and we right. could all just like be there together. Right. And there was like, that was like the bonding time where you could just like go sit with a friend, walk around, say hi to someone. Right. Everybody was watching everybody. Um, okay, then what happened? Then Sunday, we worked through all the group stuff, like the five looks, which was the very end. And then the, um, I guess the tableau part, the silence, 433. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we, um, and then we finished up and we put the whole thing together. And that's when like Harriet and Meg Harper came to watch and they were crying and everybody was like, it was like, oh my God, it's good. Yeah. And then um, we had to sign a million posters. And then Monday was get it on stage, you know, class in the studio, put the piece on stage uh, and, you know, normal, like the normal theater feelings. How had the um, how had the Pat Steer works been selected? Do you know? I don't know. Pat Steer, one of my favorite Initially... After our first run through with lighting and decor and costumes, the first tech rehearsal, there was like a a a, a sort of a panic through the whole t- team of like stagers and creatives being like, it looks bad. And it did look bad mm-hmm. because the lighting was like so trying to avoid getting any light on the projections uh-huh. that the dancers were like dancing in shadow uh-huh. and the costumes looked bad oh they were only using side light yes uh-huh. so then we harriet and i gene and <laughs> trish were like turn on the lights yeah turn on the lights yeah yes there are projections but the rest has to be seen as well right so then they adjusted and then it looked beautiful yeah it all worked out yeah so by the time you saw it monday night that had been adjusted well and they were still adjusting lights when i was watching it there yeah. was there was still a little like Turn it up. I'm sure it was Trish sitting next to the lighting um, person during or it. Or somebody was like, <laughs> Yeah, you had a sense that all of a sudden it'd be like a little bump up would mm-hmm. happen, what have mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what was it like leading up to dress? Were people, well, the thing is, BAM has its own wardrobe department. So you didn't have to, you didn't have dancers running up to you and Harriet being like, um, I mean, they still do that. They still will be like, is it possible for like, I have a little bunching in my crotch or like, you right. know, and then you're like, okay, well, I'll tell Ginger. And we had a great, these Ginger and Linda, who are the wardrobe staff at BAM, were incredible. And they ma- managed all the corrections like swiftly and beautifully. And 
there wasn't like a ton of stuff mm-hmm. to be done, but like the major things were that uh, both Cecily and Shayla's jumpsuits needed to be shortened through the body. So it's like kind of a big correction because it requires like a new seam. And then little tiny things. Eleanor's scarf I had to make at the theater to match her unitard. Mm-hmm. And we dyed those things. And But yeah, fine. Oh, we had to put sticky tape on the couple of the booty shorts because they were... Um, oh, David. They were putting on a show. <laughs> right, right. Which everybody was happy about, but also like Trish was like, no. And we were like, oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's distracting. Yeah. I was going to wear a jumpsuit, but then at the last minute, I was like, Harriet, I might want to wear a unitard. So she quickly made one and brought it to the theater. That was, Harriet told me that story when we were walking out uh, to meet you on the lobby. And I was like, oh, thank God. I know. And then she made Thank God you didn't wear a jumpsuit. A part of, I have mixed feelings. I'm really glad you didn't. You looked sublime. (laughs) You do. It was so, I mean, it was just so... Cunningham's language on your body is really correct. And it really, there's a way of that you inhabit it that has a lot of the, the I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this with all of the kind of meanings behind it, a lot of the queerness of it, mm. that it can't, the, the thing is that it can't, uh, it can't get pedestrian mm. it, because it's, it's really not. It is this thing of, it's all of these different uh, places in space that the body is being thrown into while needing to enact them that shows the rigor. I mean, it was also what was so great about watching Sarah, like, go what Sarah does. I mean, she's so wild. Mm-hmm. So to have her, I mean, it was the same thing I remember in one of the last things I saw of, like, watching Silas go, like, way beyond, like, mm-hmm. past where was probably originally said and that's what made it exciting mm-hmm. of like not where it was originally said but this whole thing of like live it as far as you possibly can right i i do feel like in my two solos that don't have much technical risk i was able to have like an experience where i was like oh like this is fun i can i can like be more present but mm-hmm. unfortunately with my with scenario my like more my only really technical solo i i have some regrets about like yeah i don't know it, I, it couldn't have happened any other way just like how life led up to the show but i i didn't feel comfortable i didn't feel comfortable and so consequently i was really like i was both under and unstable and it's okay Underperforming, you mean? Yeah, like in terms mm. of like moving in space. Mm. I would mm. like, I was dancing underneath myself because I was scared. Right. But like w- watching some of the performers in the show in terms of like, they would go sometimes too far and wobble and that was right. fine. Right. And I was just like, I don't feel, I feel something really bad could happen. <laughs> just not like I'm not going to hurt myself, but I was like, I might just have to completely change choreography and I didn't want to do that. Right. So you made, I mean, you made the choice. That's I know, like, but my, I looking at the video after, which I shouldn't have done, I was like, oh, my body's so tense. And like, it was like manifesting in my feet, which start to look gnarled in places. And, but it's fine. Like it happened. Mm-hmm. And I feel really happy with like the experience. I had a wonderful time and like other solos, like I feel good about. Yeah, I mean, there is that interesting thing that um, I was talking with Neil about your comment of as long as I'm moving, I can be mm-hmm. balanced, mm-hmm. which Neil was like, I mean, me, same. Like, yeah. It, this thing of that, 
um, in movement. Like, as long as, like, your arms are moving, you can really... Well, that's what I should have thought about, because, like, I was moving the whole time. Right. It just is more static than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I was honored to be a part of it, and every and it was, you know, I'm... I don't usually like leave a show and be like, I'm sad. No, you're well, you're always like, let's get this over with. But then again, yeah. you don't do shows that are one night only. I know one night is really insane. That, so that was the sad part. And everybody was so like on board. Well, and something that was also so exceptional about this was how it did do this thing that I think is this really complicated issue that's discussed a lot or I feel has been discussed a lot, and we've talked about it on this podcast, of how to bring these very disparate communities together that are supposedly in the quote-unquote dance world. Mm-hmm. And uh, it did. And to see the Cunningham lexicon on non-Cunningham dancers mm-hmm. was also felt revolutionary in this way. Like, it felt so... It was such a smart choice. It was... Uh, because you were able to see its meaning through a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, uh, that didn't just feel like stale rep mm. either, you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, a rep piece on this company, on this like alpha company. Mm-hmm. And we're going to use this alpha choreographer on this alpha company. And it's a rep, piece. like it didn't have that. No. And, and there was a lot that was really I mean, also things that I think were, I, I mean, the the thing of that, there haven't been women of color in company in the Cunningham company was really, it was like. It was amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that we had like real representation yes. of incredible people of color in the company who just, I mean, I could every day they were, well, regardless, everybody in the show was excellent, but like watching Jacqueline Harris and Tamisha and Shayla was really like, wow, this is very special that this is happening. Yeah. But also like, it's not like, Oh, like weird, a different kind. Like these people are hyper capable, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Jacqueline Harris was far and away the most technically perfect person in the cast. It was psychotic. Everybody, when she would dance, would stop and stare at her and laugh because it was like, I guess nothing's going to go wrong. Amazing. It was insane. Yeah. It was wild. Anyways. Oh, and did you, and did everyone get to talk and hang out? Like, did you, in terms of the 25 people, that's like a big yeah, party. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it wasn't a party. Because it was, everyone was just like, okay. A very focused party. But everybody, I think there was just a feeling of like wanting to be together. Yeah. Um, And sadness at being like, well, as soon as it's over, I'll just going to part ways. So that's, that's sad. But my, I shared a dressing room with Anson Zwingelberg and Swingelberg. I'm going to say Zwingelberg, like he's Mm -hmm. German. Um, That was so lovely. I was like, don't know you, love you. And and he dances at Charlotte Ballet. I like hope to see you again. Yeah, <laughs> hope you come in. I'm glad we're doing a Cunningham wrap up. Well, it's a real. I mean, it's something that I think will be discussed. It's really going to be talked about. I mean, it's it, the and in and in all of the ways. And I mean, yes, there have and I mean, back to the 
performers of color, I mean, there have been men in the company, but not a lot. So also seeing that, I mean, it was just from so many companies, this thing of these companies coming together to do this work, that and this material that is so otherworldly and yet completely from this uh, ballet modern lexicon. Yeah. I mean, a part of me is like really swept away in all of it. And Mm. then the other part of me, which I've felt leading up to this is just like, this is a waste. Like all this energy, Mm. all this, all these resources to, to make this one night. And it's, well, also because I had to live with it every day with the costumes and everything, Mm. which was at times really upsetting. But, um, but now having been through it, I'm, I feel really happy. Well, and it's documented. Is that good? Yeah, I mean, it. Well, it's going to. It's it's on Vimeo. That's scary for the people who missed it. It's all there. Just watch my first solo. <laughs> I was also so pleasing, and I mean, and I texted this. I texted Sarah about her performance, and I was like, I have to make a duet for you and Reed because watching the two of you together, it's <laughs> so pleasing. It's so sibling. It's really gorgeous. Oh, it was really fun to watch Sarah experience this experience because really of all of us, she was, we're talking about Sarah Mearns. She was the most outlier. So a lot of us knew each other from having worked together. I I knew kind of almost everybody Mm -hmm. in some fashion, either Mm -hmm. having dressed them or danced with Mm -hmm. them. And everybody was new for Sarah almost. So she was really coming into it like, Oh my God, there's so many incredible dancers. Yeah. Yeah. I was also thinking it's really great that she's been rehearsing with Pam. Yeah. Lately. That's, that's, that's helpful. I, it was the LA one. I have to say there were times when I was like, wow, I really, it was hard during a squishy fruit, uh, backdrop. Mm. I, it was, it was hard to focus on the dance. Yeah. Cause the squishy fruit was so pleasing. <laughs> I was like, wow, look at that. Look well, at that. Like water. We were like, all, when we apple. saw that there, there, project their decor was going to like really be moving around. I was mm-hmm. like, Whoa, but I'm the sure falling it was napkins, <laughs> the tree that changed. It was really, <laughs> do you know who that artist? I can't remember. Oh, I forget. There's a name. It's a, it's a female artist. Yeah, I can't remember her name, mm-hmm. but it was so, I was just like, this is wonderful. And so fun to watch Riley. Watts. Yeah. We have to have on Riley, and Burr, Victor, Casey. Oh, it was great. It was so great. Uh, and there was lots of jumpsuits in L.A., which I was there were. happy to see. There were a lot of jumpsuits in L.A. Yeah, we didn't know jumpsuits in London. No. None. Uh-uh. Because it was too, they're too difficult to fit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, because you weren't there? Because you... We weren't there, and for a number, you know, just, an, and two of the people who were going to wear jumpsuits in London were like, no. So, they oh. get jumpsuits. Well, fair enough. Yeah. French. One of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got myself this body and I'm going to show it. Well, she did. She was scared to show her body. She, she wanted to wear pants and a shirt. Oh, okay. But I was like, literally Harriet sent me a fitting photo of her in the jumpsuit. I was like, major. She's fierce. She's She was Isabella Pear, basically. Oh, incredible. Yeah. And I was like, it's perfect. She has to wear it. And Heather and Heather, Harriet was like, she won't. Uh, I was like, that's fine. Oh. Um... Yeah, I'll be really curious about the discourse that comes out around it, and um, and now what? 
Well, we all have our solos for two years and can perform them in various ways with permission from the trust. And so, I I mean, I'm sure Harriet and I will put together something somewhere with a group. Right. With a group. But they're already, like, they're beginning to be performed in other contexts, like, right now. Like, Anson is performing his solos as a group with Charlotte Ballet next week on their program. What do you mean with a group? As a group. Oh, he's just going to perform his solos. Like, he's going to come out and just do his solos, and mm-hmm. that's that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, stressful. Well, I mean, and great, because, like, he just did it. Like, Well, also, his, his are hard. His are hard. His are hard. And he, he's very focused and does them well. Yeah. He'll be fine. Jason Collins. Incredible. Incredible. Hot solo. I've been watching him in these brush-up rehearsals for the last two months being like, okay, so Mm -hmm. I'm a clown and I'm ancient (laughs) and you are magic. It would be really fun to watch him and Victor do them next to each other. Mm. Yeah, I saw Sam Wentz do my travelogue solo Mm -hmm. in LA and I was like, couldn't be more different. Very different. So different. So different. I was like, how? I mean, and also, well, and then later he does the solo that Mark, no, 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 that Tom missed Tom it, the one Mark that, yeah. did. And that was also what was interesting was thinking about the training these people had been through. Like looking at Mark and being like, oh, well, Trisha Brown. Mm-hmm. And like just this kind of drop and glide that happened and like Amazing. the swing of the arms. And same with Sam. Yeah. Like we were like, oh, there's like these. So that was this other thing of on the of where people had come from on in this material that is so going to also show all your training through that and that it was all diverse. Yeah. Loved it. I wish I had trained a little harder. (laughs) I mean, but Reed, that'll be you forever. I know. I know. It's really... It's always a shock the way I feel things in the body. And then when I see them and then mm. I'm like, whoops, I'm like, why is my body so spread out? <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> oh, it really didn't look spread out. I mean, especially it's like, like it's, it's also this performer thing you have too, which is, it's this focus. It's very pure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy to, that I got to be in it. I'm sad it's over. It's yeah. I wish we'd gotten three tries. Yeah. Well, you'll get to do it again. Yeah. You'll get to do your parts again. And I mean, and that would be great. I would love to just see you and Sarah do your solos, like, next to each other. Yeah, maybe one day. You guys can just do it when you're warming up for for the Pam show. For the Guggenheim. That's the next time Sarah and I will dance in a show together. In 10 days. I'm going to try to make 100 costumes by the 28th. I'm sorry, what? For the Guggenheim show. You have to make 100? No. That was um, a sarcasm. Well, I mean, you should just make 81. I'm never going to do that again. That was wild. You and Harriet made all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harriet and I literally cut out every single costume. <laughs> and then we did have help stitching sometimes, which was thank you, Quinchkowski. Thank you, Danielle Santos. Um... Jacob. Thank you, Jacob, for everything. My God. Thank Jacob you for running around to fittings like with me. The angel. The oh angel. Oh, my God. The other day he showed up and I was like, so here's the thing. You're just going to come with me now because I have to go to fittings in New York City Ballet, fittings at Cunningham, and then you're going to take the costumes and you're going to bring them back to studio. And he just came and, like, Incredible. was interested and had fun. And I love him so much. Yeah. Um, he's with Jeremy right now painting our set for the dance and stuff show. Oh. We're getting a new backdrop. Oh, 
Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, other, please watch and subscribe to the Dance and Stuff show, either through our website, danceandstuff.com, or you can just find it right on YouTube, the Dance and Stuff show. We're having a blast on that. I'm looking forward to our next... Are we going to have a guest? Recording. I hope I don't know that's someone happening. sitting at the table with us. I don't know what's happening next. Jeremy decides these things. You guys buy a tote bag. They're so pretty. Oh, the tote bags. Here's yeah. Here's the infomercial part. The tote bags are amazing. They come in Paris, New York, and Nebraska. Nebraska. Um, do you know anyone you can from also Nebraska? Get those through our website. I do. Remember when I went to Omaha? Yeah, I loved it there. But like, do you actually know them? Yeah, I do. His name is Tom Sibbett, and we were in a theater thing together in Ithaca and knew each other for years. I went to school with someone named Clark Peterson from Nebraska, but that was like eighth grade. But I can't remember other people from Nebraska. Well, I guess that's it. Right now I'm on pseudoephedrine, all like, you know, tons of herbs. And I'm just like, is this allergies? Is it, oh God, at BAM, of course, you know, this woman was like coughing coughing and sneezing like right behind me, which I'm like. How amazing. Nobody clapped for the whole show until the end, which I thought smart. I mean, it is also this thing of, I was, it, it was this thing that I ended up also thinking about in the, when I started wanting to make work that was going to be seen witnessed more in the dance community. And it is this thing of patience and holding space. Like I think of what chore- I think of what contemporary choreographers are doing in terms of asking for people to surrender mm-hmm. in a way that I, especially around time mm-hmm. that I just, I don't see as much in theater, which has to sort of drive forward with a, with a narrative. Mm. Um, I mean, my God, think of like Beth Gill. You need to surrender into that work. Um, Oh my God. And I really appreciate that. And that was something that I was like, well, I want to be able to access and explore these these, uh, performance modalities and... Modalities. I know, I didn't... It's like, here I am on pseudoephedrine and herbs. (laughs) Where am I? A little... Has anything on television brought you joy? Spacey. Sparked joy? Yeah. It's an incredible read. Oh, no. It's amazing. Okay. It's the best. Okay. The act. The act. What is that? Did you see the documentary Mommy Dead and Dearest? (gasps) Oh, this is the Patricia... Patricia Arquette. Joey King. Joey King should receive... All the awards. <laughs> there, I don't want to tell you what happens in the, but you know what well, happened, I know right? The story. Yeah. This moon chosen by proxy, yeah. and there, these things that this woman did to her daughter had done medically to her daughter, feeding tube. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to tell you the worst part? No, no, no. I want. I will watch it. There is a scene of something that she has done to her daughter that the daughter realizes it's gonna. She doesn't realize until she's being put under. Oh. And as she realizes it, I got, she starts to like whimper, cry, but she's going out. And then when she wakes up and realizes it's been done, I, what she does, what Joey King does is I was like, give her all the awards. She's incredible. It was really, 
it is nauseating. It's infuriating. It's terrifying. It's style. And then style wise, the direction is be it's so incredible and there's things they're doing with like lights with lighting hulu? and how are you watching this hulu okay there's things they're doing with lighting and uh that go into also sort of zones of camp and this uh a real kind of um you know horror mirror at america horror mirror it is incredible it's so amazing. Chloe Sevigny is the neighbor. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Already good. Haven't I, seen a thing. It is... I I have not binge-watched a show ever. Wow. Like, I've never been like, I'm gonna... Sit down and watch 10 episodes. I have to I have to watch the next episode. Wow. And I already know what happens from this... In this, because I've seen the documentary. I couldn't stop watching it. It was really, the acting is incredible. The directing is amazing. The script is great. There's like one annoying part, which is like when the detectives come to the murder scene, they keep, they're using their flashlights throughout the whole house. Yet there's like dim lights on. You're kind of like, turn the lights on. Yeah. It's really like, turn the lights up. Um, so like that was, but that was my only grievance. They need that, you know. And I let it go. It was movies, a very like, movies. we've got to get these detectives looking there's a part where the mom opens a cabinet that have all of her pills in it and you will think of me. All oh. the pills for herself and the daughter. It's just like a giant, I mean, <laughs> cabinet of pills. I love things in rows. The act is really Well, Patricia Arquette's incredible. on a roll. Patricia Arquette is... I mean, they're all really good, but there's just these things that Joey King has to do that are... Uh, I am I'm truly shook. Did Patricia Arquette win an Oscar for that long movie? I don't know. I have no idea. Remember that? I didn't watch that. I did. I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, that took a long time. You know right I mean? before I saw... The, I do know what you mean. That's why I didn't see it. And it's also centered on a male narrative. So I was Absolutely. like, no thanks. Yeah. It's really not my thing. I was like, that's okay. I'm, I'm not into it. Um, right before I saw Night of 100 Solos, I saw High Life, which is the new Claire Denis movie. And... I read Foucault. It's, I don't, I wasn't, wasn't shocked. Okay. You're not going to see it. Nope. It's, it, it would be way, you'd be way too like, oh, I suddenly too experimental. Just, I suddenly just got this, like, this feeling washed over me of like, I can't wait for people to forget about this Cunningham show. Why? I don't know. Is that weird? Because of your dancing and travelogue or? No, I don't know. <laughs> Which only you are hypercritical of? No, scenario. Oh, scenario. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, a little of that, but also just like, uh, how long are we going to revisit these feelings? It's like oh, breaking up. you want the up. feelings to be over. It's like getting dumped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but no, it was more like you dated someone who was like, I'm going to be I'm only, tremendous and I'll only be here for a day. I'll only be with you for a day. And then you can. Oh God. It's like that scene in AI at the end. You can revisit these. Oh, it is sort of like that. It is sort of like that. And you can David, revisit me alone on your own for the next two years. We can only bring your mother back for a day and then she'll be gone forever. And you were like, okay. And he did it. And he did it. That movie. But he got to go to sleep with her. That was nice. At the end. Yeah. Hopefully he's completely dead then. Yeah. I hope the aliens give that to him. You know, just like clip his wires. I don't know. 
I don't know. They might need to like keep looking at all like the silly and repetitive things we did. Uh, what a good movie. Uh, really good. Uh, really critics, nailed it. Critics don't agree. <laughs> really nailed it. <laughs> they really didn't like it. Really didn't like it. But wow, we cried. We really, we really cried did. when we watched it again just last summer. I just hope we cry at Steven Spielberg's next big movie, West Side Story. Ah, uh, well, we're in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So incredible. I'm Maria's mom, and you are... Officer Krupke. That's right. That's right. If you want to see what we look like in it, you can uh, watch the dance and stuff. Well, you have to become a patron if you're if you're one you of our Patreons. I haven't, I haven't even seen these things, because I'm not a patron. If you're one of our Patreons, you get to see the deleted material from our... Uh, from our uh, sh- the dance and stuff yes. show on YouTube, go which on we'll- YouTube and push subscribe. It's I fun. know it is fun. Don't you want to see us in person mm-hmm. instead of just feeling us in your brain? <laughs> um, yeah, that does feel very you of like I need this to move on now. I have to move on. And what's nice is you will because you you literally, literally have to get ready I, for the Guggenheim. And I, as I leave you today, I'm going to fittings at New York City Ballet. So for Pam, Pam and Justin, great. Yeah, yeah. You have that to do today. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I think my life is too ephemeral. I need something, something really repetitive and mundane that goes on forever, which is this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. That is really true. Everything's going to change. Oh, yeah? Yep. What? What? I don't know. When Did you watch the new nature show on Netflix? No. You want to talk about everything changing? Oh, I can't do Bye, it. Bye, girl. Oh. Bye. Like, I hope we're here in, like, 12 years. It's a real, like, watching, you know, these skyscraper glaciers melt, like, too fast. Oh, like, God. Like, twice as fast as they did. As, you know, it's really, like, uh... Well, you know, watching all these walruses die because they can't, there's nowhere for them to go. Who made you watch this? Jeremy put it on. And I was like, oh, you know, when you're watching, you know, you watch the things where like the bird dances where it's like, oh, and this bird's going to try and attract this bird by doing this crazy dance. And they put it kind of like, like music under. And then it's like, meanwhile... Oh, no. Enter the floods, extreme global warming. Welcome to your six carbon loop. You're gone. Like, it's a real just, like, wow. Have you been, um, so I learned about Peter Buttigieg. Uh-huh. Not yeah. a lot. I watched his interview on Rachel Meadow. But it was a slow, slow education because mm-hmm. apparently I listened to myself on Dan Van Note's podcast, which mm-hmm. I had a great time talking to him. And he said, uh, he told me about Peter Buttigieg being a gay. Yes. And I... I didn't know that. It went Married. in one ear and out oh. the other. Because oh, yeah. then next I heard of him was on the news and mm-hmm. I said to Harriet... So Peter Buttigieg seems nice. And then she was like, and he's gay. And I was like, come again? <laughs> I was like, he's gay. I was like, that seems far-fetched for America. Mm. Mm. But maybe not. Mm. Maybe not. I don't know. I, oh, oh, for president? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, okay. So this is just for fun right now. I, I, I mean, people can, I'm sure people can tell me that, like, I, I don't know. And uh, they're probably right. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was looking, I mean, I've been, he is white and a man. So that's true. Honey, you know, and also very, it's, he's also not like, Hey girl, 
you know, uh, he's really no, like, well, he's you really know, straight da, da, da. acting. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's or whatever that means. That's rude. But, you know. Whatever that means. You could say heteronormative. Heteronormative. Uh-huh. That's nicer. You know, sort of like uh, more uh, aligned with what uh, the majority feels comfortable with, I But suppose. he seems trustworthy. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched the interview on Rachel Maddow. It's like... Um, She's giving, like, a pretty... She has to be pretty moderate. Uh, and... But she I, is Peter. Peter, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I'm really... I was looking at... What is exciting is... Uh, I mean, campaign donations have begun. Trump has raised a ton of money. So much money. So much money. Not shocked. Not shocked at all. But, uh, but it all comes down to the votes. It all com- Well, and what's interesting is... <laughs> We're um, campaigning. <laughs> <laughs> you and I. Just slightly in advance. I don't know. It's. Uh, I was looking at the donations that people are getting. So when it was... This is... It was all on Rachel Maddow. I'm going to... It's too boring. No one cares that I'm going to talk about this. You can watch it there. But what's exciting is that while people aren't... It's not like a ton of money that's... It's not as much money as was donated into Obama and Clinton... Um, there's more people coming. There's more people who are looking to, uh, who are running. To participate. Right. So it's perhaps just more spread out. And also there have been more donations. Okay. So more donations at a smaller sum, uh, meaning that those, uh, you can, those people, the, the people running can go back and ask for donations again. Because generally good. with like smaller donations, you can return to those. Right. And, this is just the beginning, so hopefully it's just going to really be a big wave. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. I just washed my windows, by the way. We, we're sitting on my bed looking out the windows. It's and really nice. I got home from the first day at the theater, and I remembered to buy paper towels, because I don't ever have them, but I, I like to wash my windows with paper towels. And so what a pleasure to come home and be like, now I can wash my windows. And then there's nothing better than looking out of a newly cleaned window, but it did pour rain that night I washed my windows, so they got a little spotted on the outside. Well, but, like, so good that you had the foresight to clean them before the Cunningham event was over, when you're going to feel just slightly depressed, I think, for a bit. Profoundly? Yeah. 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 Okay. When Jeremy and I walked out of the theater, he was like, everyone's going to be so depressed after this. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm also like, can we not talk about it? Okay. No, but also, like, I want to. You know what I mean? We need yeah. to decompress. Yeah. And I enjoyed telling our listeners about it. I'm sure they were absolutely bored. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's hard to say. Listening it's, to our, like, personal journal. Uh, well, it wasn't a personal journal at all, actually. And we, we covered what the insider experience of someone who not only was in it, but also was working on the production side of it. I know. I feel proud that we, we were the only production element that existed in all three cities. You should. Thank you. You really should feel proud. And you should also feel proud that you were in it mm-hmm. and asked to be in it. Thank you. You know? That's nice of them. It makes sense. Yeah. 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 It, that was a shock last summer when they asked me. I remember. And then I really didn't think they would. I mean, I didn't think they'd ask us to do the costumes at a certain point. I was like, I guess they're not going to. It was like got to a point where it was too late. And I was like, mm-mm. And they did. You were the correct fit. I think so. You really were. 
Yeah, you and Harriet were really the correct fit for that. I'm sure other people would have done a beautiful job also, but um, we were just so deeply involved with our study at the library and blah, 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 blah. So it That's just, right, it because made you sense. also had the residency. We did. All the pieces of the puzzle came together to mean that this year is about Cunningham and the Battle yeah. Ruse. Yeah, it really is. Oh, okay. my God. Well, now you are up to New York City Ballet, and I am home to pack and go to Austin. What airline? Delta. Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow morning. Yeah. The, are you going to take a car to the airport? Always. Wow. I can't. I can't, like, I feel travels. so indulgent and luxurious if I take a car to the airport. Travel it, travel is so hard. It really like, is. I should make a special savings account called yeah. Taxi or Air, Airport Taxi and just, like, put $2 in there a month. You should. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to continue taking the air train. Yeah, there we go. That's what I thought. I knew we'd <laughs> loop back to that. Consistency <laughs> is key. Um, ladies and another, uh, once again, please uh, watch and subscribe to the Dance and Stuff show. You yeah. can find it through our website at danceandstuff.com. Um, buy and a tote up bag. on YouTube. And also buy a tote you bag. You can wear Again. them as um, rain tank tops if you cut a hole in the bottom. It's true. <laughs> and you can certainly put it over your hair if you've just had it done. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's going to get through there. If you just got your bouffant done. Just like, throw it over your head. Just throw it over your head and make your way to wherever else you need to go. Uh, we loves we you. We loves you.